Welcome to True Hill Heat 24. The Pro Wrestling Spotlights presents THH24. It is I, it is me, SP3. I am here along with my co-host, of course, Top Guy JJ. And we got a very, very special guest. This is Jay News, one of the longtime OGs of the True Heels here with us today. Introduce yourself to the audience. We got the Pro Wrestling Spotlight watching, we got the True Heels watching, and we are live on our YouTube channel. Talk to him, Jay News. Salutations, True Heel Nation. I be Jay News. Um, I'm just here to, uh, I don't know, partake, I guess. He's he's here he's here to get triggered by the the best true heels that can Yo, trigger you possible. I found out that this guy was actually coming to this show. I definitely had to get a fresh bottle for this guy because this this we've had some shit. We've had some shit happen behind the scenes that has not unfortunately been filmed. But this guy, this guy, he he's gotten some true heel backbone over the past year, man. And, and I, I can't wait to hear what this man has to say with all the shit that's been going on, man. So let's get this shit started. There's a lot we got to get into with True Hill Heats 24. We got, uh, we're going to talk about the entire Royal Rumble weekend. We're going to talk about everything that we've missed from Impact Homecoming all the way to NXT UK TakeOver. So we got a lot to get into. Our top news, there's a lot of news that came out in the first month of 2019. So much going on in the crazy world of professional wrestling. But before oh, we yeah, get strong. into all of that, we're going to start off oh, yeah, with... Oh yeah, this, makes it strong. This freaking aqua makes it strong. It's, it's really strong. It's already halfway full. Pray for me, people. We're gonna start off with our true heel roll call. This J News is when we talk to the true heels. We shout them out. We shout out the people that's been contributing to our group page, contributing to our YouTube channel. So we want to talk about our conversation starters to start us off. Our top three. We have a new top three. Robert Ogden at number three on our True Hills group page. Mike Sanchez of the Pro Wrestling Spotlight. And number one, the Peruvian pimp, Bruno AB. Bruno AB, shouts Bruno, out to him. Number one. Shit, yes, yo. number one, always creating the conversation. <laughs> always still talking. Oh, yo, time, is that our salty that, producer that, still last, salty? Yeah, I mean, he, he like, damn, be. yo. But that, that ass whooping was like three months ago. Like, <laughs> I was there for that. It was complete and utter. I don't even know what to call it. Bullshit. <laughs> Bullshit. I don't know how it was. Bullshit, I don't man. know how it was bullshit. You got You're fucked up. It, <laughs> like I, I don't understand. Listen, brother. But you know what? You know. You know what? You know. Let bygones be bygones. You know. We're gonna see each other again soon. I hope. You know. Yes. I. I, I hear that Bruno AB is gonna be at uh, the Jobber Slam Three party. We're gonna talk about that in a little bit, as right. well as the Royal Rumble viewing party. But shout out to a couple of more True Heels. We got to shout out Mark Sanchez, as well as Steve Knock, aka Spike. We got Calvin Mathis, as well as uh, Jonathan Esquire. From uh, an admin from We Love Pro Wrestling and Jeff Thomas Owens, as well as our YouTube subscribers. We got a shout out two of you that's been commenting on our YouTube channel. We got a shout out Floyd Samuels, as well as uh, Davison Rifter. So shout out to you guys for commenting on our YouTube channel, commenting on our segments on there. So, and we also got a very special shout out for the Jobber Tears podcast. The entire cast from Jobber Tears, uh, tonight as well as tomorrow night, they have their seventh year anniversary for their viewing parties here in New York City. Jobber Tears, Sir Wilkins, uh, Janelle from HR, as well as Mr. Black, they've been doing these viewing parties in I New York know. City for seven years, so shouts out to them. A big shout out for this celebration. Jobber, Tear, Jobber Tears uh, presents Jobber Slam 3 tonight 
at Legends Bar on 33rd Street between 5th and 6th Avenue. So if you're in the New York City area, come out and join us. We're going to view TakeOver Phoenix. But after that, the True Hill Phenom, the undefeated 2-0 True Hill Champion, the owner of the One Pound of Gold, the champion of all the wrestling podcasts. I've been getting challenged by each and every wrestling podcast oh, that yeah. is out oh, yeah. there. We're definitely going to get into that. We're going to talk about that real. We're going to talk about that I am quick. the champion. I am the one pound of gold champion. And I, you know what? This belt. This belt doesn't really mean anything to much of you. You guys, to make fun of it, you say it's just a toy belt. It's the smallest belt WWE makes. You know what it means to me? It means that I beat Baby Seth's ass. I left him in a gutter in New Orleans, a Louisiana gutter. That's dirtier than New York gutters, I promise you. I left him in a gutter and I took this title. And I will take anyone's title that wants to challenge True Hill Heat, that wants to challenge SP3. I didn't defend my title when I went 2-0 against Sir Wilkins, but tonight at Jobber Slam 3, they banned Sir Wilkins from, from Jobber Slam 3. You know I've, why? I've, I've seen the video. You know why? Why? Because I don't need him! I don't need anybody! I am the true heel champion! I am the one pound of gold champion of the world! And I don't need it, Sir Wilkins! I don't need anybody! I will go in solo, I will take out Mr. Black, and I will walk out the wrestling podcast champion, God damn it! tonight at Jobber Sam 3! All right, on a lighter note, um, I'm going to actually go back to his comments before about the people that I was commenting on our YouTube videos. I hope things worked out for you and your lady when you showed her that awesome match because that was a great choice. By <laughs> Yo, that sounded like a lot of feet. That, that I, sometimes I get, I, I, I was digging your whole getting under Mr. Black skin for the past few weeks. But this actually sounded like some fear, man. This, this sounds like you got some nerves, man. Did you usually the, the calm, cool, collected, confident one, the loud, spo loud spoken one? But that one, it sounded like you're a little nervous and holding on to that one pound of gold a little tighter than usual. A little worrisome a bit, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. I'll, uh, you know. Goldie's not going anywhere. Me and Goldie, we're attached to one another. So you guys, you guys can say all your jokes, can speculate all you want. It came from your mouth, dude. You can speculate you all scared. you want. That's your, that's your perception, your observation. You have bad optics, so it's okay for your bad observation. Let's hear from the True Hills and well, the see, Spotlight see, Nation. Just when I was going to give your stupid ass a little bit of credit, actually, because... No matter what people is going to say about that one pound of gold, no matter how light it is or how little it is, compared to the other belts that people has been showing on other shows and other podcasts and other pages, that was earned. Earned. That was earned. I didn't buy it. It wasn't bought. It wasn't made. It wasn't handed to them. There's an actual match that is on YouTube right now that took place at WrestleMania 34 weekend. That it was achieved. No matter what it looks like, it was achieved compared to all this other nonsense that's going on right now. You want to post all of these other... And I like you guys. This is what problem is making it hard. It's because you want to put these proclamations out there of what I got and what I did. How did you get it? You bought it. You bought it. You purchased it at a store. You paid shipping and handling for it. He didn't pay shipping and handling for it. 
He delivered shipping and handling for it. Just Earned. But, but now, I'm, try, I'm trying to give you a little dumbass credit for that because you want to sit here and be a little fake hothead when your title, it should, you, one, you have yet to defend the shit. So, so I'm defending it tonight. You, you, so you, you had, you did not make that announcement. I just I see, did. I see the title. I see the. You're not listening. I see the title on the page. I see the title on the ad. Did, baby did you hear Seth, me? Baby Seth has. Did you yet, hear me? Baby Seth has yet to get a rematch. Let's talk about that. The rightful champion. He has yet to. I, no, no, no. That's WWE's new age. That's WWE's new age. The man is entitled. To, he hasn't even had a glimpse or a sniff of even attempted to get that back yet. And that man kicked your ass that match. You won, but he kicked your ass. And he has yet to get even a negotiated chance of a rematch. Let's talk about it. Let's, let's hear from the True Hills in the Spotlight Nation. Like, come on. Like, you, we don't want to hear from you. You didn't even listen to me. Go ahead. All right. Raven Chubak says he ain't scared. And John Paul Martin, that stat guy says, my client fears no one. No one at all. The stat king knows. What the fuck did he be? What? Yes. Wait, wait, what have I missed? He's my advocate and my lawyer. What What have I missed? The stat this? king you is passed my advocate the, you, and lawyer. Stat king, you passed the bar exam and you make the worst choice of your life by becoming this man's advocate? It's heavy. Yo, this first thing. of all, he's not going to praise you for anything. He's not going to acknowledge you for shit. He's not going to thank you for anything. He's going to take all the credit for himself. So, bad move already on you, by, but good job. You know, congrats on the bar, but you already fucked up by making a bad decision by becoming this guy's lawyer. Good job. But anywho, let's hear from one more time from the True Hills. True Heel Maurice says, SP3 fears Mr. Black like Champa fears Alistair Black. Champa well, Ch fears? Well, How does Champa feel Alistair Black? He beat him. Well, I did, I did beat Mr. Black, so that makes sense. All right, all right, Maurice, fair enough. So, anyway, so let's Maurice. talk about our top news. Top news we're going to get into. We're going to talk about WWE talent asking for their releases in abiance, in lieu of the announcement of AEW All Elite Wrestling. So, the, in recent weeks, what's come out is that a couple of WWE superstars have come to WWE management and asked for their release. More, uh, most noticeably would be the Revival. The Revival, after their match with Lucha House Party a couple of weeks ago on Monday Night Raw, went to the WWE officials and actually asked for their release in their ring gear. We had Dolph Ziggler, whose contract expires on January 31st, was offered a producer, and a lot of people are saying that he might go to New Japan or All Elite Wrestling. We, and we've also have Mike and Maria Kanellis have uh, a reportedly gone to management and asked for their release as well. This also goes with the recent news that WWE has been offering pay increases to their talent to stop them from even looking at All Elite Wrestling. And also the bigger news is AJ Styles is actually not yet re-signed to a WWE deal. His contract is about to expire. So he is probably the bigger free agent after Kenny Omega signs wherever he goes after January 31st. AJ Styles will be the next big free agent that's up that's going to be battling with WWE and AEW between them. So... What do you guys think of this whole big mess going on in WWE? WWE talent being frustrated with their recent pushes and asking for releases, and AEW actually being a viable option for these talents. Uh, I mean, I think on part of the talent, it's a good move, uh, especially for Maria and Mike Kanellis. They get no burn, bro. Mike, fuck this Mike Kanellis shit. Mike Bennett, first of all, 
needs out of the WWE. Because at the end of the day, the man is talented. He's good in ring. He's got good mic skills. AEW would have a good need for him. And Maria Kanellis, well, good googly moogly. We like to watch her anyways. So uh, just to be able to watch her, as long as AEW gets her TV deal, would be a good, a good way to spin it. The Revival, we've been wanting to watch The Revival versus The Young Bucks for years now. They walked out of that ring, asked for the release, and they should be given their release. Even though they, they haven't been, but they should be given their release. They don't respect the tag team division on Raw and or even SmackDown at this point. And we need to see them at least perform at a high level. And they don't perform at a high level on Raw. So to play devil's advocate, sure. do you think Revival should give WWE? Because uh, the report was that a Twitter, a Twitter page mm-hmm. that uh, they said is run by Scott, one of Scott Dawson's family members came out and said that WWE told Revival to give them three months and, and you know, see what their push is at after three months. But Revival's contract expires in April of 2020. The contract expire, and now he's a bigger draw because of that. Well, with, with the whole Pac situation, <coughs> or the Neville situation and whatnot, there was a lot of rumor and conjecture with him going to different places while he was sitting at home and whatnot. So if the same thing happens with a Revival, then hey, wait it out till 2020 and, and go cash in an AEW if that's where you want to go. But at this point, being that they're a tag team, and the tag team's kind of like they, they're, they promote themselves a little bit differently than, than the solo acts, I feel like they can either, they need to go now and be given the release now and or at this point just wait that three month period and see where their push is. What about you, JJ? So I have a little comment about them and this is all they're feeling. They just need some love, guys. This is, this is all they need is a little bit of love. They're all getting no love at all. Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins ever since. That just shows you how much they care about what they ask for. They're under a legal contract with the WWE for the next year. The revival ain't going nowhere unless the WWE says so. Pretty much. And that might be the best thing for the revival because AEW doesn't have a roster yet. Let the company build. So all we're going to see for the entire year is Revival versus the Young Bucks. Revival versus the Young Bucks. People get tired of seeing matches when they see it three times in a row. Imagine seeing them for an entire year. That's all we're going to see. The Young Bucks in a Revival 15. Young Bucks in a Revival 20. Like, how many times are you going to want to see that match after you're done seeing it for the first five times? People were bleeding in their... Their eyes were bleeding when they saw AJ Nakamura like six. Imagine when it hits double digits. It, it, it's not the best thing for them right now. Until AEW gets a roster, it's not the best thing for the Revival. Let them rot in their contract. They're getting paid, so they're not rotting. Let them get their money and then move when the time is right. Mike Bennett, yes, go. Go. But, but Mike is Bennett it, can go. Is it, he is needs it, to go. Is it a term where, where their star power is being diminished the longer they're in no. WWE? No, because we all know what it is, but right now it is not fit for a tag division. They don't have the roster for a tag division yet. Let it develop. Let people, let there be at least matchup combination possibilities for the Revival to get there and then see, okay, they can do this with them. They could do this with this group. Right now, it would literally be the Young Bucks and the Revival. That is it. They would be stuck. So before we get to the True Hills and the Spotlight Nation, Dolph Ziggler, do you- I no longer need to see you in wrestling. I no longer want to see you in wrestling. It's been too long for you, brother. 
take your money and go. I don't want him on AEW. I don't want him on the Indies. I don't want him in Japan. I have WWE's fault why we are sick of him because all they do is give him these somewhat meteor pushes just to get knocked down. He was literally the gatekeeper for NXT talent. He was the gatekeeper for people to get pushes through. Everybody went through Dolph. So every time Dolph looked like he was trying to do something meaningful, it just, it just ended up with him losing. So that is their fault why somebody so talented literally we don't take seriously anymore because all they did was make him lose. That's booking. But you think that it's a case that if he goes to like a New Japan or AEW, he can actually make it an impact? It would be balanced. Yes, he would, it would be balanced. He can put on great matches with pretty much anybody on that roster. There's not a, except maybe Cody, because obviously Cody doesn't really put on great matches with anybody. But it's pretty much, like, I would love to see Dolph Ziggler fight Hangman Page. That would be a phenomenal match. So, and, and of course, him and Pac, of course, the roster that they got now, him and Joey Janela, that shit would be awesome. So I, I think that there's real potential for Dolph Ziggler to make it that he won't be a main event player, but he could put on some really good matches still. He still has a lot of good years left in his career. He's not the main eventer, but he's a damn good wrestler. I agree. So what does the Spotlight Nation and the True Hills feel about all the axing for releases from the WWE talent and AEW? Involved in it. Two comments about Dolph Ziggler. Steve Salvage says Dolph can make an impact on the comedy stage. Agrees <laughs> with Jay News here. Good call. And Jason Michael Campbell says that he agrees. Dolph sucks. Yeah, I mean, in my in my in my eyes, I feel like it's just too little, too late for Dolph Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler was at his hottest point, uh, his last hot point at like 2014. I think he was most hottest when he cashed in Money in the Bank in 2013. But that's now like six years ago. So it is. I feel like it's a case of too little, too late. I feel like JJ is partly right that Dolph Ziggler can make. Uh, a contribution somewhere, but I don't necessarily think he's gonna make an impact for any that, different That's company. my whole point. Yeah. Uh, Juggalo Mike says, for someone who didn't think All In was all that, maybe Justin should change his fucking shirt. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I love you, Juggalo Mike. Who the fuck Juggalo said that? Mike. Oh, who the no. fuck said that? Juggalo Mike. Mike. <laughs> well, first of all, first of all, Juggalo Mike, kiss my ass. <laughs> Let's, let's, let's talk about that, because I've been on record saying that All In was the greatest experience that I ever had live, you piece of shit. So, let's talk about that. Now, if I could wear whatever the fuck I want, you ain't buying none of my merchandise, you ain't buying none of the clothes on my back, you ain't buying the shit that's on my neck, so please, cut the shit. So, whatever you want to say about me or whatever I'm wearing, fuck yourself, whatever you're wearing, show your face on the internet, let's talk about it. I wear what I want, when I want, how I want, to whoever, wherever the fuck I want to please. Don't matter. This is gonna, this, there's going to be a confrontation. What the fuck is wrong with this guy? You see Juggalo Mike a lot. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I'm going to be at Jabba Slam 3. Show up. What the fuck? Oh, it doesn't matter. Juggalo Mike with the comment, with the comment of True Hill Heat 24. So before we move on, Mike and Maria. These little, these little, these little keyboard warriors and shit. You see, this is why I don't go back and forth with this shit. This is why I don't sit there and live on, on Facebook like y'all. Little keyboard warriors want to sit behind the keyboard talking about change. Nigga, change my shirt, buy me another shirt. What the fuck? That, that's 
that's, there's a lot of anger in that. A lot of anger. <laughs> More no, anger no. than you I see, saw, right? See, no, no, no. You see what you I'm see, talking at about? At least mine's is anger and I, mine's ain't fear. I fear is no yeah, man. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So my anger is fear. Your anger is anger. Okay. That, no, makes, that makes 100% sense. Anyway, before we move on, Mike and Maria, do you, do you think they would... Fucking this guy. Do you think they're better off in All Elite, ROH, or Impact? All Elite is my opinion, because ROH, Mike's already done. Uh, Impact, Mike's already done. Um, I think if Mike takes his talents to All Elite, New Japan, maybe Mexico if he wants, and whatnot, that would be a better, you know, road for him at this point. How about you? Do y'all know that Owen was the cause of All Elite Wrestling? This is why that happened. This is why that happened. I'm acknowledging why this happened. Just be happy that we ain't here in non-WWE gear. We actually came here in unison. And you ain't here trying to divide us. Man, and listen, I, I done forgot the fucking question already. We're going to move on. So, and that, and that next topic, next no, top news yo, topic that we have. Wrestling fans know how to piss me off, yo. We're going to talk about Ronda Rousey's status after it's WrestleMania marks, 35. Man. So the Wrestling Observer Newsletter came out this week, and the biggest news out of that newsletter was that our, our reigning, defending, undisputed Raw Women's Champion, UFC Hall of Famer, and of course, our Lord and Savior, Ronda Rousey, she will be finishing up with WWE following WrestleMania 35. Because it, be, it became such a big news story with uh, Wrestling Observer Newsletter coming out on Thursday. The last two days, there's been so much news coming out because of that. TMZ reached out to WWE officials and they found out that WWE confirms that Ronda Rousey is signed with WWE to April 10th, 2021. So this confirms that she did sign a multi-year deal when she did sign with WWE last year. So with all this news coming out, it's become quite the sort of what's going to happen at WrestleMania 35. So what do you guys think about Ronda Rousey's status after WrestleMania 35? And overall, what do you think about her first year with the company in 2018? JJ, you start. All right. So I've cooled down with that. Um, so if Ronda is done after WrestleMania 35, and I don't give a shit what anybody says. It would literally be the single greatest year of a woman in the history of any company. And, and, and let me elaborate a little bit. Hallelujah. She started, Preach on, brother. She, she debuted Royal Rumble last year in Philadelphia. Every single rivalry and every single woman that she had interaction with meant something. With the exception of Alexa Bliss, with the exception of, with the exception of, obviously she squashed Alexa at SummerSlam, squash match. But Nia Jax, Nikki Bella, Stephanie McMahon, Sasha Banks, Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair, every woman she interacted with meant something. It brought out the best in every single woman she has interacted with. Regardless of how you feel about her, or regardless of whether she's overrated, whether she's this, she's that, every single woman, and there's not another woman on the WWE roster except for Charlotte Flair, can make that proclamation that every single rivalry meant something besides the one with Alexa Bliss. Amen, my brother. Amen. J News, what you, what you got to say about Ronda? So, first and foremost, I, I'll sit here and agree with the fact that this has been the best first year I've ever seen of a woman have in the WWE. I cannot discount that. What I do have a problem with 
is your labeling of Ronda Rousey as our Lord and Savior. You're a little delusional with that there, man. Um, she's just a talent. She's, she, she's, a, she's a woman on a roster. She's another wrestler. JJ, you said she made, she made these feuds with these other women, except for Alexa Bliss, obviously, mean something, mm-hmm. right? And, and, and I can take that and accept that, mm-hmm. but at the same time, at the same time, mm-hmm. she is over rated. That is that, the furthest from the truth, that, but go ahead. I say she's over You can elaborate. On the, on the simple fact that, as we all know, she's not obviously the best in the ring. Right. Right? She's got a lot of help on that microphone, and I got to take a little bit of time to address something. We had a conversation via chat the other day. Me and Mr. Oh, this was here. good. And, oh, uh, this was good. We were going back and forth a lot, and mm-hmm. there was just a lot of, there was just a lot of, there was just a lot said. I do have something to add to that when you're done. There was just a lot said. And uh, he said that, that basically Ronda was bringing out, bringing out the best in Sasha Banks currently, uh, but... Ronda Rousey doesn't write her own promos. Yet again, she's taken a lot of classes, and I have to give the credence and the credit of what Ronda has to say to the evil genius of wrestling himself, Mr. Paul Heyman. I don't give Ronda Rousey a lot of credit for the simple fact that, look, man, she just ain't that damn good. Mm. And that's my opinion, right? It's not a fact. It's not truth, right? It's really not. It's just my it's opinion. Really not. Yes. I'm glad you. But, I'm glad but you said that. at the thought. same time, I can sit here and say, "Hey, look, listen. This is why it's my fucking opinion." It's his opinion. Mm-hmm. So he's right. At the end of the day, your Lord and Savior uh-huh. is not our Lord and Savior. Okay. Right? Do you do so, you do you watch the WWE? I do watch the WWE, sir. So you 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 have a connection I to have, the WWE. I have a connection to the WWE. Okay. WWE themselves, this McMahon, uh-huh. Triple H, right. Stephanie McMahon, sure. who do they credit for their sudden, in 2015, their sudden, their sudden devotion to improving women's wrestling? Who do they credit to that to? They, what, what women's athlete? You know, you had, you had Venus Williams, you had Serena Williams, you had Dana, Danica Patrick in, you know, race cars. But which woman did they, did they credit for their renewed focus on women's wrestling? Anyway, we'll, we'll leave that answer on the question. So, she signs with the WWE in 2018, right around the time WWE decides to do the first ever women's Royal Rumble. Yeah, that's just a coincidence. Right, okay, cool. WrestleMania 30, 34. WrestleMania 34 is actually, it was the most mainstream buzz of WWE uh, WrestleMania has gotten in over five years since The Rock was at WrestleMania. I wonder why that was for. Who was the biggest star at WrestleMania 34? Who was the top draw? Who got all the mainstream buzz? Who got all the articles? Don't let, let me finish. Who got all the articles on ESPN and Sports Illustrated and all who those other places? Oh, who had the match of the night at WrestleMania 34? Who buzzing after WrestleMania 34? Who brought all the eyes to women's wrestling in 2018 to start off the year for, for women's wrestling in the WWE? I wonder who that was. The overrated one. Yeah, the overrated one. The, <laughs> the rookie of the year. Who had two very good matches with Nia fucking Jacks? Who got rid of Alexa Bliss because everybody was complaining. Oh, Alexa Bliss not that good. She shouldn't even be the champion. Who got rid of her? 
Who got rid of, oh, I hate the Bella Twins. Man, the Bella Twins is trash. They represent the Divas era. Who was the woman that they chose to destroy the Divas, you know, whole image? Who was the woman that they had main event, the first ever women's, uh, all-women's pay-per-view? Why did they have the first ever women's, all-women's pay-per-view? Because they had a star of that caliber to actually main event the show? Who helped them, the ticket sales raised by over 40%? Can I Who had a great match with Charlotte Flair at Survivor Series? The list goes on and on. She is our Lord and Savior. Why are we going to have an all-women's main event at WrestleMania 35? Why is that? Is it because of Becky Lynch? I know we love Becky. Becky's had a great year. She was the Women's Wrestler of the Year. Don't get me wrong. In 2018. But if Becky was Becky Lynch going main event or WrestleMania by herself against anyone, just anyone. No, uh, let's be honest here. And Charlotte Flair, for as great as Charlotte Flair she is, she ain't main event, main event WrestleMania with no Oscar. So... I think all of this confirms that we have one person who is our Lord and Savior. Time the fuck out. Hold on a second. I want to say something. Because this is getting a little bit fucking absurd here. The heat is coming on True Hill. He not saying that. This is getting a little absurd. First of all, we have all had conversations of how the WWE has continuously phrased, dropped the ball with a lot of talent, right? So what I mean by saying that is, does the WWE have the right as a promotional company to, let's say, I don't know, push their actual talent that's on the roster and make them stars? Or, or, or is it the WWE's way to go get a star, then have them be in the PC or give them whatever the fuck they want just because they're a goddamn star, A.K. Brock Lesnar, and make them the main draw? Okay, Brock Lesnar. We can we can all agree does not work this is not to the it's to not the point character. that he deserves his push. But we can all agree, no matter how much bias you have against her or how much hate you have against her, Ronda Rousey has put in the work to earn the push that she's gotten. I'm not saying she ain't putting in the work. I'm just saying that the WWE has had other women on their roster that they okay. have had the ability to push okay. to the, another stratosphere. Becky Lynch this particular year. Hit, made herself go from here, maybe a little bit up here. She's become a star mm -hmm. of all the other women. But but she went from here with the heel turn, here to the Charlotte feud. But what was the shit that got her up here? Oh, going back and forth with Ronda Rousey for a couple of weeks. I thought it was just the Blake. No, no. Let's be honest here. No, 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 no. She was building up momentum because she was. It was because she was the main thing. That was the main thing going into Survivor Series. That's where all the eyes went to the Becky. Don't try to diminish what what happened. Like, come on. Let's be real. Circles back to everything that Ronda has done with each woman. Each woman that she rivaled with went into a social media battle with Ronda Rousey. And why? Because Ronda took the time, made the posters, did the builds. She did all of that on her page. She advertised it heavy on her page. And then the women that she had the rivalry, rivalries with responded to her very negatively. And then she came back negatively. And then they had a back and forth battle. This was with every single woman that she had a rivalry with. Every single one. Yeah. You go back and check. Everyone, including Stephanie. Other women had opportunities and, with Stephanie McMahon. And what you counteracted with did not negate anything I said. 
Your hypothetical of if the WWE could, yes, hypothetically, they could push any of these other women. But they didn't. They didn't do anything. They didn't have an all-women's pay-per-view. They didn't have the all-women's chamber, all-women's rumble, until they signed Ronda Rousey, our lord and savior. Now, Ronda Rousey, are there better women wrestlers than Ronda? Absolutely. Absolutely. But once you take Ronda's reputation of what she built for herself as a woman in a solo competition scene, and then she was able to deliver in a capacity in a whole nother world that has not been done before. There have been other people, other players that has been in this same spot and dropped the ball severely and has not delivered. She at least met some standards and to some she exceeded. Now the fact that she didn't get a ton better is because that's what everybody was expecting. Everybody just thought, oh, she was just gonna get greater and greater. She's gonna start doing moonsaults off the top rope. She's gonna start doing all of these spots in the ring. No, that's not who she is. Ronda Rousey's a ground and pound fighter. That is how she's always been. She's a submission specialist. That's how she's always been. She is very rough and rugged. That is Ronda Rousey. If you don't like that style, that's why there are 30 other women to like. Let's Bottom line. From, let's hear from the True Hills in the Spotlight Nation. What they think about Rousey and her run and the status of, for after WrestleMania 35. Lots of affirmations for SP3. Jason Michael Campbell says SP3 speaking the truth. Um, thank you. Thank you, Jason Michael Campbell. This is, he's a good brother. He, got the same, he has the same birthday as Triple H. Nick Jackson says she shouldn't have main evented evolution. That was a glorified squash. Hey. It was a good match with Nikki Bella. That's saying something. That guy wants to confirm. This is the man who put Jay-Z over Eminem, right? Oh, yes! Joe Call him out! Joe yes! Paul Martin. Yes. Joe blast. Martin. Blast. First of all, blast. how you doing, sir? More blasphemy. I haven't seen you since Chicago. More blasphemy. I haven't seen you since Chicago. <laughs> Second of all, for you to be this man's advocate and lawyer is kind of beyond me at this point. So you're a money grabber at the end of the day, and that's okay. That's okay. It's but, okay. But, but, for all intents and purposes, we're talking about opinions here, right? Not fact. Not fucking... No, everything I said about Ronda was fact. Was it? Yeah. The, the, just, she? she? I mean, you're absolutely... I, I don't know. I wasn't paying absolutely fucking attention. You, you, that's your fault. <laughs> that's your fault. I'm giving you valuable information to change your bad opinions... So I'm trying to help you, sir. I'm giving you the knowledge right now. At the end of the day, I just feel all the fucking hoopla and the, free, and, and, and the crap that goes behind Ronda Rousey as a WWE star is just... Is it not it's, warranted? It's, it's too much. How? How in what way? In I what way? What other much. woman? Name, a, name one other woman that has had this type of impact. None. I can't Done. I the can't. argument's over. Shut up. Uh, Shut I, up! I it's over! It's over! Your argument is over! Your argument is done! There's no- you like, you answer your own questions! I feel you like answer your own- no other woman has had the single year impact that Ronda Rousey has! She had- she is the only woman in Wrestlemania history! WrestleMania's had- what, aired 34 times? Yes. 34 WrestleManias? Going on 35. How many women had the best match of the night? I think only- only Charlotte, Becky, and Sasha And it took all three of them. Yep. She did it with Stephanie McMahon. With a- with a non-wrestler. 
and old ass Kurt Angle and old ass Triple H. Give the damn woman the credit she deserves. We don't have to be all fans of hers, but acknowledge what the fuck she's done. Acknowledge the greatness that is our Lord and Savior. This is why, yo, y'all fans are so ungrateful. I swear let's, to God, y'all Let's are hear so from the True Heels in the Spotlight Nation before we move on to our next topic. True Heel Xavier is being a mark, and he thinks she's going to go to AEW. Hey! I want the AEW, Ronda and AEW chance to start. And the last item with that is uh, Ryan Satin of Pro Wrestling Sheet actually came out and said he got confirmation from WWE officials that the plan right now is for Ronda to just take some time off after WrestleMania 35 to kind of get uh, start ma you know making her family with her husband, and then she's supposed to return and then finish out her contract until 2021. Yes, our producer just made the yeah. <laughs> We're not gonna go there. So our next topic, we're going to talk about... Did you get it all off your chest? Like, do, 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 I mean, at the end of the day, it is what it is. You lost. That's what happens when you come to True Hill Heat. You just got smashed, brother. Like, your points were shit. At the end of the day, this isn't a fucking competition. This is what happens this when y'all come here with, with, with non-factual information. When you just come here with an unbothered, un, unbiased, stupid opinion. When you come here... Well, this is what happened. No, it, it's not. It's not unbiased. It was very biased. It's very biased. No, it's very biased. <laughs> no, to him, to him, to him, it might have been unbiased because he thought he would just come in here as neutral. That just sounded like pure hate. Let's 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 move on, gentlemen. Let's move on. We're gonna talk about Rush and Dragon Lee signing with ROH. So ROH has been making a lot of big acquisitions. That's our last topic for our top news. All the talent acquisition war that's been starting off <laughs> 2019. <laughs> yes, this is all this the top news. Rush and and uh, Dragon Lee are brothers out of CMLL. They signed with ROH following Andrade C. Not well. Andrade. We got Yeah, we just got to say it, proper, it properly. Andrade, Andrade. not Cien Amis. Andrade. <laughs> he he actually warned them not to come to WWE. Andrade, we, we talked about that previously on True Hill Heat, that he had expressed some frustrations with his push ever since coming to the main roster. And he actually warned his friends from CMLL, Rush, and Dragon Lee, which has caused them to sign with ROH. This follows that uh, MLW, Major League Pro Wrestling, they were going to sign Rush uh, to come over. He was actually signed to verse LA Park on April 4th on their New York City shows during WrestleMania week. That match is now canceled because Rush is going to be performing on the G1 Supercard for ROH. So what do you guys think of Rush and Dragon Lee signing with ROH? Do you see uh, ROH actually capitalizing on these signings? Because they've made a bunch of them in the last couple of months. Uh, I mean... It's, it's more of a wait-and-see game at this point, right? I mean, they've had other international stars sign with them before. And besides Marty, where's everybody else at? You I mean, Will Ospreay left ROH yeah. because he didn't like the push that they were giving yeah. him. They, they've had a countless number of young stars over the last couple of um, years, mm -hmm. like Leo Rush, Donovan Dijak, Keith Lee, that have come in and out of ROH, just not really getting an opportunity for like them to become stars in ROH. And I don't want to see that happen to Rush and Dragon Lee, especially Rush, because I hear so much good things about his work in Mexico. His feud with L.A. Park is like viewed as the biggest rivalry in all of Mexico. So I want him to actually become a top heel for ROH, but uh, I'm not too certain. I feel more confident for Dragon Lee more than Rush, actually, in had, my Because Dragon Lee's had the exposure on ROH yeah. TV, at least. Um, this is going to be a second go-around with ROH. Let's see what they can do with him this time around, especially without... Without the likes of 
Will Ospreay because they had, goddamn, they had one of the better matches I've seen in a while. Um, and you know he's a cruiserweight, quote unquote. So uh, ROH isn't really big on the cruiserweight kind of. I mean, they've, been, they've not, never really classified by right. any, like, weight class. Weight class so, and stuff like that. So when, like, Dragon League can compete for the ROH world title. So it's never been about the weight classes and whatnot. And if Dragon Lee is having the best matches in ROH, it's not out of, it, out of the question that he may be in the world title picture. How about you, JJ? I don't trust ROH. I really don't trust ROH. I mean it. I don't trust... Like, at this right now, I just feel that they're moving... They, they Like, lately, they've been moving so slow slow with changing rivalries changing things but i feel like they might not even have a choice at this point because of everybody they've lost they've lost so much talent in the last two months with with other signings that you're probably going to mention as well but there are so many holes in roh right now they might not have a choice to push these new signees and hopefully do something right with these guys because lately, that's probably why a lot of people's leave is that like a lot of guys are st- like you think guys a lot of guys are stuck in WWE. A lot of guys are stuck in ROH. A lot of guys get stuck. There's you got your main guys that gets it, but there's a lot of guys that just kind of just stays in the same lane in ROH. They they just kind of stay there. They have great matches. They have great shows, but that push is almost never to come. Like it takes these guys a long time, especially in this world of wrestling. In this day and age, with the lack of patience that everybody has for these guys to get pushed. So I, I do see something maybe different happening with these new signees, with these guys. But I'm not holding my breath to it. I'm not holding my breath for it. So what do you guys think about Andrade's role in them signing with ROH? Him warning them about coming to WWE. That, and now the recent push for Andrade with his feud with Rey Mysterio... Falling in line with the announcement for all the wrestling. Andrade finally doing what everybody else is doing when they know their talent. They believe in themselves. And that's, I think that's something that WWE actually looks for. They look for frustration. They look for you to get mad. They look for you to show passion. They look for that anger because if you're just going to sit there and stay stagnant like how Dolph Ziggler does and just collects his paycheck, you're going to just sit there in a mid-card role and do absolutely nothing. Yeah. When you show passion, frustration, and you show enthusiasm to want to do something for the product and make it better, to also make yourself better, sometimes, and most of the time, the result is usually positive. Yeah. Show it. Show the anger. Like this guy. <laughs> what about you? What do you think about Andrade's recent push and his feud with Rey Mysterio? I mentioned this to you the other day at the same time you, you came back with some other bullshit to me, but... It is, it is what it is. My I man Jay News coming with the, I, the, the I, side I, flames, I, I, bro. I said, I said, <laughs> shade. and let's get oh, again. Getting my opinion. Nothing I but think, shade over I here. I feel that Andrade has been having his best matches on main <laughs> roster. The last six months of his NXT career, I cannot take away from him. But he was on NXT for how long now, Sid? Two years. JJ. Three. You're gonna listen to years. JJ. You think JJ's right? If he's not right, then <laughs> y'all not doing something right on the show. If he ain't right, I don't know. Has been there for a very he long time. He was two years. Two it was years. Three years. Sorry. He came in 2016. I'm telling you. Okay. All right. So All right. Anyway, <laughs> All right. He was with the company for 15. But okay. <laughs> so no, he wasn't. All right. All right. Whatever. Whatever. Be on the point, Dad. But what I'm saying is, is that he's currently having his best matches on main roster. And now the deserved push, right? Because he's been doing the work. He's been putting in the work. 
is obviously a positive thing. Like like JJ said, you know, the anger, the frustration, it's there, it's showing. He's actually he's actually having these these incredible matches. But what he had to say to Dragon Lee and Rush all came before all this. Yeah. So was it warranted at the time that he said it? Yes. yes. So, you know, for Rush and, and Dragon Lee, I hope the best for Rush. Because Rush is the main eventer. Right. You know what I'm saying? Dragon Lee still has years ahead of him. Yeah. You know what I'm but saying? But at the same time, he might have just saved them too. Because True. there's so much fucking talent. And, like, guys, we realize all of the rosters in WWE, how much talent there is everywhere. How too much. much pushes can be warranted at once. He might have just saved them. Because it gives them another few years to become mega indie stars t- to the WWE world, they call indie stars, to give them that chance. Because they come to NXT now, they're going to be stuck in the mud. There's so many, like, dude, like, NXT UK has its own whole brand now. NXT has so many people that is just on in their inline. They're just in line waiting to go to WWE. They had so much talent in NXT, they had to just flush out six of their people. They just had to flush out people because they had so many people. They, they, they The line is way too long at this point, and I think he literally just saved them from themselves. Let's hear from the spotlight in the True Heels. Rashawn Hunt says, uh, feels like ROH is trying to sign whoever they can to fill the void of the elite. We may all have contracts with Ring of Honor at the end of the day. I, I think I might sign as an on-air personality. You never know. And Stat Guy confirms Andrade signed November 2015 and started doing house shows January 2016. I was right. First takeover was He June. signed in 2015. It's two years. He, he left in the beginning November of 2018. November 2015. Yeah. He didn't start Close. until January 2016. Close to three, but, you know. It, it, no, we're right not. in the middle. At the end right in the middle. Of the day, look, right now, ROH needs talent. They're trying to do all this, all this freaking sign and grab shit, just like all the other, uh, all the other. Thanks companies. for the Google search, by the way, Stack King. <laughs> and that's a perfect transition. You damn sure know that shit on your own. <laughs> perfect transition to our last topic. We're gonna just talk on this very shortly. But the entire talent acquisitions war of 2019 has already started. We've talked about it shortly with a couple of our news items. But just to review. All the signings or all the the moves that have been happening for WWE recently, they've signed ACH, Trevor Lee, Kaylee Ray from the UK, uh, Viper, aka Piper Nevins from May Young Classic in 2017, Volta to the NXT UK brand, Ilya Dragunov to either to either NXT proper or NXT UK, Karen Q, Rachel Evers, which is the daughter of Paul Ellering, uh, the tag team known as 3.0 from Chikara. ROH has signed PCO, Brody King, Mark Haskins, uh, Bandito, Rush, as well as Dragon Lee, as we talked about before. And AEW, of course, had their big rally where they announced signings of Chris Jericho, Cody, The Young Bucks, Hangman Page, SoCal Uncensored, MJF, Joey Janela, and Penelope Ford, Dr. Britt Baker, Bay Bay, Pac, and now most recently, they've signed Jungle Boy, which is the son of Luke Perry. Mm-hmm. And now the rumor is they're going to be signing best friends, Chucky e. T and Trent. So what do you think about this whole moves happening? Is this the new rebirth, the new boom in professional wrestling? Is this the most exciting? Uh, we're going to see more acquisition wars going on throughout the year. What do you guys think? I will definitely say this has been the the the... the the juicy shit that the wrestling culture has needed. 
It, it, it really is. Like the, this is, you know what this feels like? You know how in sports you have the NFL free agency, you have the NBA free agency. This is what the, this is what wrestling free agency should feel like. This is that time of the year where all you're getting is news, 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 news about this signing, this signing, that signing, this person having a meeting, this person having a meeting. This shit is actually better than some of the matches. <laughs> like, it's, it, it's, it, it's, it's kind of, a, it's, it's a great thing for wrestling and a great thing for, for the culture and for what people do when they don't get to watch all this content and all of this stuff. They're getting so much of this information and news. But then at the same time, like the world of sports, it creates so much bullshit. It creates so much fake shit. But one thing I say, and I think out of all places, I do think, unfortunately, the WWE is winning with the signings. They are winning with these signings. Then there's one signing alone, alone that did it for me. And that was Volta. Volta! Dude, that... Yo, when he came out, oh my god, that to NXT, NXT UK, we're gonna we're gonna yo, talk about that more, guys. Like, yeah, no, I'm just yeah. gonna like when you see the WWE, like sometimes they fuck up shit, but when I swear, when they nail something, they fucking nail it. He has the perfect entrance music, like it is perfect, like it was. Oh my god, it was like this was like. Literally, their perfect creative player just came out. It was, oh my God, that shit. I marked out to that shit so hard. If you didn't, you're not a wrestling fan. That was, oh my God, that was amazing. And right there alone, WWE, to me, already has won the signing pool. What about you? What did he think about the acquisition war? Who do you think is winning right now? I mean, I'm with JJ on the part that WWE is winning the acquisition war just on the simple fact that, goddamn, how much more talent can you acquire? At this point, it's like they they raid the they raid the Indies, they raid our waste, they raid evolve, and it's like, what do they have left, right? So for me, it's like, I was surprised when we spoke earlier about the whole ACH thing. I wasn't even aware of that. How long have we been watching ACH? Mm-hmm. And now it's gonna be the, now he's gonna be given the opportunity to be on WWE TV. Um, let alone names like Walter and Ilya Dragunov or whatever the case is. That freaking appearance for Walter. Oh my god! When 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 his oh my god! Entrance music from the Indies. When his entrance music hit, I was and I already knew it happened because the fucking social media ruined it for me. I still marked out. Yo, dude, marked out because I was he posted it. Yeah, he posted it. We're gonna talk about NXT UK takeover. Yo, he's gonna talk about it. And he knows how to post a hype. He knows how to post an update. And he didn't even do it justice to. How that felt. It was like, yo, that shit was so awesome. And right now, the way we're speaking, like the the, the AEW signings are more or less secondary yeah. at this point. Because they were all expected. Right? Yeah, that exactly. was literally right. that yeah. was their advertising. Well, except for I would say I would say Pac is the was right, the right, most was right, the right. most surprising because out of all the signings. Did, I think Pac's doing a good job of maintaining character via social media, yeah. on air and everything or whatever the case is. He's driving that shit home. It's kayfabe or nothing. For, for Pac. And this is not knocking their signings, which yeah. they are great. But I don't think there was nothing that was out of the box. No, there was nothing no, that was definitely not. out of the ordinary, something that was completely unexpected. Now, you don't, you kind of hope for Volta. You hope for it. But when you actually see that shit and he is there and he is literally exactly who you saw in the Indies, it was like, yo... I can't wait to see this. I, know, I, de- I can't wait I to see this. I definitely guy. agree with you. WWE is winning the talent acquisition war because 
I mean, they they have to win. They are the they're the main they're the they're the top dog of this whole thing. But I am really impressed with ROH and the moves they've made. In recent times, when ROH have right. like lost a bunch of talent, they haven't had those those guys that are on the cuffs of coming up in the indie scene. By signing Bandito, by signing Rush, that they actually have that this time. And PCO is probably their dark horse signee because PCO, all I've been hearing in the like the first couple of shows of 2019, that he's had the match of the night every night at 50 years old. So PCO might be the dark horse of the whole signee and the whole formation of uh, villain enterprises as well as Lifeblood with uh, Juice Robinson. Those were good moves by ROH to kind of solidify their cards and kind of help out their cards going forward in 2019. Now, this is just a curiosity question for me. Like, I, I really, I, this is, I, I really don't know. Is this is Juice Robinson like a full part of ROH yes. now? He's doing more shows for ROH. It's a part of the partnership with uh, New Japan, but he's doing more shows. He's already signed on to do more shows in ROH. ROH for 2019, him as well as Zack Sabre Jr. as well as David Finley from New Japan. Okay. Let's hear from the True Hills and uh, the Spotlight Nation. Well, you just mentioned it, but Nick Jackson uh, said that Ring of Honor also signed Zack Sabre Jr. and Tracy Williams. Well, Z Z Tracy Williams is not officially signed, Nick Jackson. He's not officially signed as of yet. He's doing uh, per appearance with uh, Ring of Honor, but he hasn't officially signed a contract. So that's why I didn't include him in the signees because he hasn't officially signed a deal. It's the same thing with Juice Robinson and Zack Sabre Jr. They have more of a deal in line with New Japan and ROH's partnership more than a contract with Ring of Honor. So anything else from the True Heels or the Spotlight Nation? Uh, Steve Salvage says that Kenny Omega is like LeBron. Where's he going to go? Yes. Oh, come on. Kenny Omega is the LeBron is, James is, is, of the wrestling world. Where is he going to go? But like LeBron was pretty obvious he was going to sign with the Lakers. It looking like Kenny Omega will sign with All Elite Wrestling. He's the big free agent that uh, his contract with New Japan expires on January 31st. In a week. The other big free agent is Kushida. Kushida. Oh, Kushida is saying he going to he's going to NXT. No, he hasn't signed with NXT. He I mean, that, that's the rumor. All the rumors kind of seem like a foregone conclusion. All the rumors and the speculation is saying it that Kushida like is going to go to WWE and sign with NXT. Yeah, but he's the other big free agent. Yeah, he hasn't officially out. signed, but this seems like a foregone conclusion at this point. Yes, I look forward to both. So. That's the top news. We're going to get into what we've missed. So what we've missed, we're going to touch on that very shortly before we get into what's happening this weekend. Uh, Impact Homecoming. That's what we missed. We previewed that on True Heel Heat 23. So Impact Homecoming, did you watch it? I saw pieces of it. I really didn't get to watch the entire show because, you know, I'm a busy man. I had, obviously, it's funny, I actually had an overnight at work that night. So I was like, I can't, I can't miss out on money just for some <laughs> damn, for some damn homecoming. But did, what did you see of the, of the show? Um, I did get to see the, the, the main event. I did get to see the main event. I did get to see, um, the, the women's match, which I was a little disappointed in, but, other than that, I didn't see much of the cards, so you're going to have to educate me a little bit on well, this. Well, I will say the match... I know you was at the, the viewing party. Yes, I was at the viewing party at Legends on 33rd Street, so shout out to everyone that was at that party. A lot of the great folks from the True Hills page was there. Oh, sorry. I did see the match of the night. I did see the match of probably their, their year. It's the, the, LAX, that, the LAX versus the Lucha match. Bros. Holy shit. Holy shit, that match was fucking amazing. So I want to make a side comment real quick about LAX. Uh, we watched them live not too long ago uh, do the Progress Show. Yes. Um, and that match it was great. Was fucking fantastic with 
the watered down version of CCK. Yes, you know Jonathan Grisham and, and, uh, and Chris, Chris Brooks. Brooks. Yeah, and LAX has been on fucking fire, bro. And that that's it makes me happy because they've been on TV in the scene for a long period of time, and it's like now I feel like now for me myself, I can only speak for myself. I'm giving them like the the, the credit due. It's like, yo, what the fuck? I, why haven't I seen this yeah. the whole entire time? I feel like I feel like you know in the in the wrestling world, the tag teams that get the attention, you know, with WWE, you got the Usos, the New Day, the Bar. Outside the WWE, it's really like the Young Bucks and the Briscoes. Mm-hmm. LAX in 2018 did their best to kind of get into that conversation, yeah. and they're really in that conversation. Right. Honestly, I feel like they're better than a lot of the WWE tag teams now because LAX just. Match after match, night after night, whether it's Impact Pro Wrestling, whether it's Progress, whether it's even like smaller independent promotions like Battle Club right. Pro, when we go to those promotions, they have the match of the night every single night. These guys work hard, and then the Lucha Bros, they're, they're, one, they're one of the best acts in professional wrestling because not only do you get a fantastic tag team that can, like, you can build a whole tag team division around. You get two of the best singles wrestlers in right. the world because Pentagon Jr. is is probably one of there the best characters and yeah. personalities outside of the WWE. And then Phoenix, pound for pound, might be the most underrated wrestler Thank in the God world because he, yes, and he's a great high flyer. And that's another question with the Lucha Bros because they don't really have a deal with Impact. Uh, their deal is not so known with Lucha Underground. They may be another one that All Elite Wrestling looks at, but that so. match was amazing. So. That was one of the best tag team matches that I've seen and, from and Impact to a point years. of yours, LAX has been doing their thing for a long time, but to also, to, to SP's point, the thing about LAX, they, were, they weren't fortunate enough to have like how the Usos had a tag partner, like the New Day. Like how the Bucks had a tag partner, like the Briscoes. Like how they each had, you need a partner to dance with. In order to have these great matches. If the the LAX had the Lucha Bros for most of 2018, LAX would have been in that exact same scene. Yeah. So it's if they didn't have the dance partners. Now, if they would have had a team in TNA, like or Impact, whatever the fuck you want to call them. If they had a team, the only team I think that would have done them justice would have been the Wolves. Probably. If they would have had the Wolves, yeah. then you would have noticed a lot more LAX. I, I say I say their matches with OVE in like 2017. Those were the ones that really got but, me, me me to first start right, watching. But remember, them, like yeah. we're like we obviously with a hardcore wrestling fan, so we know about OVE. But to the to the to the general eye, they know the Wolves. Yeah, yeah. From Impact. So if they would have had the Wolves or something like that, then it would have been really really noticeable to see how good LAX really is. So besides that, the big like moments that came out of Impact Homecoming, we had a new Impact Knockouts champion in Taya Valkyrie. That was probably one of the weaker matches of the night with Gail King kind of getting involved and costing Tessa Blanchard the championship. Why? Yeah, I know. They're setting up Tessa Blanchard versus Gail Kim, which I'm not going to lie. I do want to see that. That one is going to be a good match. The other new champion is Rich Swan became the new X Division can champion you in a in a, in a can fantastic you can you Ultimate X was great was a great match. You had all the guys playing the different roles. You had the young upstart in Trey um, Miguel. You had the high risk uh, like high reward or sometimes high reward for the OVE uh, Jake Chris, and then you had the big guy in Ethan Page, and then Rich Swan winning the whole thing. It was a great match. I enjoyed it. It was right up there with the LAX Lucha Bros, but LAX Lucha Bros was by far the match of the night uh and as well we had a big return rosemary returned to confront uh dark alley the new alley version with that's been uh siding with sue young so those were the big moments out of uh impact homecoming and lax and lucha bros was so big that it's going to be in new york city coming up 
HOG on February 9th, LAX versus Zucha Bros. The rematch will happen in the main event of HOG uh, Recapture the Glory. So you can get tickets for that. That's going to be at the NYC Arena. I'm going to be there. A lot of the True Heels are going to be there. So come join us in the New York City area. But you guys wanted to talk about this so much. You talked about it in our top news. NXT UK TakeOver. What a show to start off the NXT wow. UK like takeover wow. brand and takeovers, you know, for this brand. I gotta say, they delivered what a show. Ending off with the moment of the night, as you guys already talked about, Walter's debut. And I gotta say, just along with you guys, I marked the hell out. Once I heard the music hit, when I when I when I saw Pete Dunn in the ring, you know, with the title in his mouth, with the fist. And I saw the graphic come up. I was like, okay, this is a good ending, but it can't be, that can't be it. That can't be it. And then that music hit. I, I stood up. I clapped. And as you saw, I, I posted pictures immediately. I was like, he people really got to know. People really got to know. Volta, the man is here. The man that's going to end the 600-day-plus reign of Pete Dunne has finally arrived in NXT UK. And I called it right here on D True Hill Heat 23. Yes, I did. You did. You did. You, I mean, you did call that, and it was a good call. Um, Obviously, you know, you knew about the, the, the free agent status of Volta. And good call. Like, he showed up at UK. I'm, yo some reason i still want to see a thousand days i you want a see, thousand you days see the thousand day range i want mini bruno san martino stats. he would have like, to he would have to I go into 2020 yeah why yeah. would i have a problem with that i mean i look like, honestly pete dunn pete dunn is their perfect champion I but volta is better all right right listen, now listen listen <laughs> Yet again, I'll state an opinion here, and it's going to be laughed at or whatever. I can get two shits. I mean, Pete yeah, Dunn has been the best WWE champion in the last year and a half yes. of the company. I this agree with you. It's been the most factual statement you said in the, probably the God knows decade I've known you. All right. <laughs> okay, that's fine. I, I you said a lot of dumb shit, yo. This actually has no argument. All right, anyways. Good job. <laughs> Took you a decade to finally say some smart shit. Anyways, he, I find the man. He's took gray hairs to come and all. Pete Dunne, he's the fucking man. Uh, talk, back to Blackpool, the tag team match. Just to talk about that. That was the match of the night for me. Match of the fucking night. Uh, Mustache Mountain. I can never Yo. say anything bad about those dudes. Um, can we just talk about the, the, Tyler Bate is twenty one years old. The, that just makes me upset every the, time I the, say it. The big strong boy is only 21 years old. And 21. He's, dude, he's... Anyways, the Grizzled Young Vets did the damn thing. They don't get enough credit. Zach Gibson is by far, in my eyes, the best true heel in the business. You guys love you some Ciampa, but Ciampa is becoming loved by a lot of other people As now. As usual. Zach Gibson is not loved by anyone in the UK. They if you love hate Gibson, shoes off. If you hate Gibson, shoes off. <laughs> Oh my Yo, god, I love it. Oh my god, it was I love so it. amazing. The, the crowd was, was amazing so at amazing. TakeOver. That's the crowd was amazing as well as TakeOver, I, I, so I gotta I, I, give it I, I, up I, I, for them. Why do you take your shoes off? Because I'm not a fan of Zach Gibson. That's why you fucking yeah, take you, your shoe you off, you dick! You, you gotta take your shoe oh off because you hate Oh my god, that's the whole point of the chant, you jackass! If you hate Gibson, shoes off! Anyways, take your shoe off! You just I'm said you're not a fan of his. I'm not gonna take my shoe off. Fucking idiot! Jesus, what's wrong? Anyways. 
This guy, no, you know, I swear to God, crowd in the you UK. just don't get it. You just don't get it. We're just different. And no. It's, oh, it's, my we're God. <laughs> we're not different. It's a very obvious chant. If you hate Gibson shoes off, take your fucking shoe off. I, I, I don't. Anyways. <sighs> Jesus. <laughs> anyway. To my point, the crowd in the UK always makes these shows. I feel because of the way that they chant, the, 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 the energy that they give the freaking rest of the entire fucking night. The crowds in the UK are second to none. I wish the American crowds were like that the majority of the time. We're not that creative. They make us. They make us look they bad with, not that creative. with the creativity. We're not that creative. Um, and, we're not that creative. And, you know, just, uh, we talked about the tag match, and then after the tag match, it was what happened after. Uh, that? was Finn Balor. Finn, one of the right. moments Finn, of the night. Finn went up against Finn uh, against uh, Jordan Devlin, or as uh, everyone wants to call him, Finn Balor Light. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. No, but Jordan Devlin, in my eyes, I said it on, on our True Hill Heat page, Jordan Devlin is the, the unsung MVP of NXT UK. NXT UK, anytime he's on there, he capitalizes on if he has five minutes to do a promo and do a match, or if he has ten minutes in the main event, he capitalizes on each one. And he, and he by, in my eyes, the first 24 episodes up until TakeOver... The best match was Jordan Devlin versus Pete Dunne for the NXT UK Championship. So go out and watch that if you didn't watch it before. Right. Um, just to take this tidbit out of that particular match, I felt bad for Travis Banks. Though, yes. Because Travis has put in so much work just to get back. Yeah. And then for that to happen to him on the show, I, I, I understand what it was for. I, th- I think yeah. it's going to mean big things for him going yeah. forward. Yeah, I hopefully, think, I think it's gonna mean big hopefully that means ahead. that they're going to push him in the future yeah. for sure. But uh, the, the, the brawl between the two big men, Eddie Dennis and uh, Dave Massey, that, that to me was honestly, I didn't think it was going to be that good. And it was actually better than I expected between those two. It really was. Even though, you know, you did pick Eddie Dennis to win, he delivered in that match. He man. did. That, that, he that raises edge. That raises edge to massive. I mean, I just couldn't go against 375 pounds, but it's he Eddie Dennis showed up. Yeah, he showed up. We 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 tied on that because of uh because of Balor replacing Banks. We tied on that because you got you got the uh, Dennis uh, Mastiff over Dennis, and I got uh, Grizzled Young Veterans over uh, Mustache Mountain. So I thought I picked the Grizzled Young. No, you picked Mustache Mountain. I did. Yeah, you need to check back. Yeah, I did. I said Zach Gibson needs to get rewarded. No, I did say that on yeah, the last um, episode. You said Mustache Mountain. No, all right. You need to I check back. back the tape. I went back and you checked. You getting your I went shit back wrong, and checked. but you want to sit here and claim. I went back and I checked. I watched the episode back. You, you did, I okay. Zach Gibson needs to get rewarded for now that this. Heat, meaning they were going to become champs. Now this. What I thought I got wrong was I now thought this. I picked Rhea Ripley now this. winning the title Keeping her belt, and now you picked this. Tony Storm. Perfect segue. Tony Storm versus you Rhea picked Ripley. Tony. I picked Rhea. That was quite the match. That's where we tied you, idiot. That, that women's match impressed me a lot. Uh, Watch your fucking episodes back, fake ass producer. I picked the grizzled young vet. I picked Rhea. I picked Rhea Ripley. That's the one I got see? wrong. I picked Rhea Ripley. You idiot. Rhea Ripley. Uh, had quite the match. Fuck is wrong with this guy? Uh, Tony Storm and he actually out. posted. He posted the pics on Facebook, and it was still wrong. Yeah. See what I go through? <laughs> you see? Stat King, help this guy. So, 
Yeah, so so are we gonna get through that match? Anyway, <laughs> yes. So I, the MV that uh, that was Takeover NXT UK Takeover. We want to hear from the True Hills and the Spotlight Nation what you guys thought about Homecoming and Takeover before we get into the Royal Rumble weekend. Lots of comments about Takeover. Nick Jackson, one of the best Takeovers he's ever seen, and the UK crowds are so fucking great. Absolutely, I agree. Absolutely. Lots of love for the crowd. Ryan Cavender, the crowd atmosphere in the UK is what makes the show yes. great. Yes. And he actually agrees with JJ. He wants to see a longer Pete Dunn reign as well. No way Walter is better. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. These it's dudes right. like they flavor of the month. It's all I right. like greatness. It's all right. So let's talk about Royal Rumble weekend. We're going to kick off with Saturday night tonight. Take over Phoenix. I bet you the producer is missing mad comments. You oh, what? Yeah, we can, we can, we're doing it for the people. We can hear. We can hear more from the crowd. Go ahead. Guy. Go ahead. Right. You want. You want to hear more from them. Go ahead. We're yes. doing it for the people. Yes. Let's hear. It. Let's he hear. The voices. You see, I'm trying to be the voice of the voiceless, and our producer just wants to keep moving. The voice of the Jason Michael Campbell says, "Speaking of Tessa, what do you guys think of Wow on Access TV?" I actually checked out the the pilot episode recently, and I like how it's shot. It looks really good. Uh, it looks very like clean, and uh, I like the whole uh, pull apart borrow between Santana Garrett and Tessa Blanchard. I feel like wow, it's gonna be its own universe, and I feel like I I, I want to talk about more with that like on our next like True Hill Heat twenty five. I'm gonna I gotta get more of a gist of it after the next couple of weeks. But I, I checked out the pilot episode and I liked what I see. So what else we got before regarding, we get it? Regarding homecoming. Ryan Cavender says that drop kick though in the knockouts match was brutal. Oh yes, yes. There was a couple of brutal spots. I mean, the ladies take a couple of good bumps, and definitely Taya and Tessa are two of like the hardest hitting females in all of wrestling. So definitely, it's not it's not what we call a WWE women's bad match, but it wasn't as good as it could have been, and especially after their great match at Bound for Glory. And now to segue to the next topic, Ryan also says, any predictions for surprise entrance in the Rumble? We're going to talk about that right now. Take over Thank you, Phoenix producer. Showing the people love. Yes, they're talking. Let's hear their voices. What the fuck? Take over Phoenix first. Let's kick off with that. There's only one match on the card that is non-title for Takeover Phoenix, and it's gonna be a good one. We got Matt Riddle going one-on-one -on -one with Cassius Ono. This is uh, coming off of this is a rematch from Takeover War Games, where Matt Riddle knocked out Cassius Ono in under 10 seconds. This is their rematch. We expect it to be a little bit longer this time. Who do you got in this one? I want to take a little bit of something that JJ said earlier. Um, I feel like I've watched this match a little bit too much at this point. Um, it's getting a little tiring. I, uh, to back up another comment that I said before, Cassius Ono's in the same boat as in, is in the same boat as Dolph Ziggler for me. Uh, I have no need to watch Cassius Ono on television anymore and or wrestle. Uh, go be a coach at the Performance Center, brother. You're just not doing anybody any justice Ooh. being a gatekeeper. Um, that's just my opinion. It is what it is, but hey. Uh, that's just what it is. Uh, Matt Riddle, on the other hand, the bro, uh, needs all the damn spotlight on him every fucking night because he's that good. Um, I just wish that this was a different match, honestly. That's my hope. Who you got, JJ? His opinion is mad long. <laughs> Wrap it up, B. Send, yo, send Cassius Ono. Yo, Cassius Ono, we're done with you. Yo, send him to team up with Albert at the Performance Center. Ca um, the bro needs to squash him in like 30 seconds. Bro wins this match easily. 
We got universal across the board. We're going with I'm Matt a, Riddle. Obviously, you're picking the bro. With Matt Riddle, yes. So next up, we got the NXT Tag Team titles up for grabs. We got the Undisputed Era. They're going to be defending against the War Raiders. This follows up with NXT uh, TakeOver War Games, where War Raiders uh, ricocheted and Pete Dunne defeated Undisputed Era in War Games, and now they get a title shot at the titles. Who you got in this one? We'll start off with JJ. Undisputed. His pick is Undisputed. How about you, Jay News? Uh, I'm going to go with the War Raiders here. Okay. Uh, just for a little bit of a change um, in the NXT culture, just to see as to what they would do uh, as the as, uh, tag team champs, and hopefully it uh, creates a better feud. Potentially might be the match of the night. Yes. Yes. Potentially might be the match of the night. Yes. Very, very likely. This is a very hard one to pick. This one and the next one are probably the hardest ones to pick out of the night. But I'm going to agree with the J News here, and I'm going to go with the War Raiders to become new NXT Tag Team Champions. I feel like this win will follow up with them having another match probably for the WrestleMania weekend for the Tag Team Titles. Because I don't see any two teams, that any other team that can move in in the Tag Title range that is going to be up to the level of Undisputed Era and the War Raiders. I feel like War Raiders here, win here, and we get the rematch WrestleMania weekend. So next up... What I predict to be not only the match of the night, but potentially the match of the weekend for the NXT North American Championship is going to be Ricochet defending against Johnny Wrestling, Johnny Gargano. Who you got, Jay News? Uh, I'm always going to go with Rico because he's my favorite to watch, period. Um, so Ricochet is for me. Who you got, JJ? This is going to be a really, really fantastic match. But you know, it seems like we know the theme. It seems every time we think we pick the match of the weekend, it ends up not being the match of the weekend. Yeah. It usually kind of turns second fiddle. So this match is going to really be good. It's going to be really good. But I am still going with Ricochet retaining in somewhat controversial fashion. Okay, I'm gonna go with another new champion. I'm going with Johnny Wrestling, Johnny Gargano, to defeat. Ricochet to become the new North American champion. I just it goes in line with my prediction for the main event and how we're going to end TakeOver Phoenix. I just think it's finally but, time for Johnny to fucking get to the E already. Nah, he's, he's, not, mean, he's not meant for the E in my eyes. But NXT. NXT forever. Women's Championship <laughs> is on the line. This one is the match that's probably going to be... I don't know. It's, it could be hit or miss as far as quality can go. We got Shayna Baszler going one-on-one -on -one with the undefeated EST of NXT, Bianca Belair. First things first, can someone tell me what EST stands for? It means that she is the fastest, the strongest, uh -huh. the smartest. Uh -huh. She is not only all of that, she is the best. EST. They all under the EST. She's the EST of NXT. All right. Okay. Now that I understand that, I'm still picking Shayna. Yeah, <laughs> me explain I, I, that for I, I nothing. Think, I think this has potential to be the worst match of the night. Agree. I think I think this match is gonna be shit. And and, and I don't and I don't I don't I don't mean that to say it that way, but I think this match is gonna suck. And I, I'm going, I'm going Shayna Baszler just to retain because I think this match is going to be ass. Well, damn. Yeah. These, these are just two of the most different 
unorthodox styles, yeah. and I don't think they're gonna have any chemistry. Yeah, yeah I don't. I don't. That's why I said when I when I when I did you know talk say this match to start, I said it is very hit or miss on what the quality will be. I feel like if these women both hit to the, where their potential is, where both of their potential has shown, this could be one, the, one of the best matches of the night, and it probably could be better than both women's matches at the Royal Rumble. If it is... Yes, I do, I do feel like that because Shayna Baszler... Shayna Baszler is one of the best women's wrestlers in all of the WWE. I agree. That's all I'm saying. I agree. She is. But, I love the Queen of Spades. But in, in my eyes, I agree with you guys across Sorry. the board. I'm also going to go with Shayna Baszler. This is Bianca Belair's spot to have a great match and improve her, her stock. This is not her spotlight to win this match. And she really doesn't need the undefeated streak in my eyes. I feel like her character is strong enough where she doesn't need it. Yeah. So finally, we got our main event of the evening. It's going to be Tommaso Ciampa defending the NXT Championship against the former champion Aleister Black. This match follows uh, Ciampa defeating Black back in the summer to become NXT champion. He was supposed to get his rematch at TakeOver Brooklyn, but of course Johnny Gargano attacked him in the parking lot, taking Black out for a number of months. Black got the victory over Gargano back at War Games. Ciampa defeated uh, Dream. So here we have Ciampa versus Black. Finally, uh, Black gets his rematch. So who you got in this one, J-News? Uh, I mean, uh, it's tough to pick against Tommaso Ciampa at this point, right? Um, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big proponent of Aleister Black. I think he's phenomenal. Um, but something tells me that we're not going to get a clean finish here. So, uh, Tommaso Ciampa, uh, retains Goldie and, uh, we'll go on to WrestleMania weekend to see another installment of a match that we've already seen. JJ? Fuck. It's kind of like I don't want to see any outcome, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Champa winning this because I don't want to see Alistair go into the E. Me neither. But I think that's what's gonna happen. I think my prediction is gonna be Alistair is one of the surprise entrants in the Rumble, and I don't want it because I think he is gonna get bombed. I'll, I'll say this. I'll say like, this. I, I just the loser of that match. Ends up being a surprise entrance at the Rumble, but I but but I don't see it being Champa. Yeah, I don't see I don't see, I don't Ciampa, see it being Champa. I don't see Champa losing this this NXT Championship until WrestleMania. Because weekend. and the reason being is that when do he, like when do you see surprise heel entrance in a Royal Rumble? You don't really get that. You get the ones that you get the pop from. Yeah. So once the once the, once the lights turn off and then they hear that music and Alistair comes out, the crowd is gonna go ape shit. But it's only gonna last for a few minutes. Yeah, he's gonna I, have a twenty-minute stand in the rumble. But I'll, I, I've I, been saying this for a number of months. I feel like Alistair Black is ready to get his call up, and I feel like this is his last takeover. I feel like Chapo's gonna get the victory. Alistair Black's gonna be in the Royal Rumble the following night, but he's not gonna be the only NXT surprise in the Royal Rumble. So we're gonna get into that when we talk about the Royal Rumble. Uh, anything from the Spotlight Nation and the True Hills? Oh well, Steph guy. With a correction, last year both NXT surprise entrants were heels, Cole and Almas. Yes. Adam Cole is not a heel. Yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah. And Adam Cole is not a heel. Not a heel. 
and neither is Cien Amis. Nobody well, he, in NXT is a heel. They're not If Ciampa even comes out at the Royal Rumble, he's not going to be a heel. He's going to get cheered. But right. So they're they, not, they're they, not they, heels. They're po- all of, everybody in NXT is popular. Wait, quick quick question for the both of you. Yeah. Um, You said you feel like Aleister Black is due for his call-up. Me and JJ actually agree that we don't want Aleister Black going to the main roster. I feel like his character would work. And he's got a style that would work for the main roster as well. I understand your point. But what I wanted to bring up is this. Being that NXT is its separate brand, is it such a bad thing to actually have talent stay at NXT? Alistair Black is at a point where there's nothing for him to do. Even, he even, would, even he would be, talent coming he, in. He would, be, he would just be circling his wheels. Once you hit that NXT championship, there's no, there's no ground, grounds up after that. I can't really read that. Uh, you might as well just say it. <laughs> so there's no, there's no oh, grounds for you to go out after ball. that or, or even go in a different direction. So I feel like he's met that point where he can't go any further in NXT. He's got to go to the main roster. So, anything else from the spotlight or the true heels? Steve Salvage says, War Raiders should win just because I don't want them to keep trying and not capturing it. Undisputed what? Era can survive huh? without the titles. Huh? Okay. Yes. All right. <laughs> so, cool. So, let's talk about uh, the new... <laughs> I didn't hear... Yeah, I didn't hear any of that. So, they're sitting here trying to communicate with this fucking guy. Yeah. And, and, you know, but, and then you wonder why I disrespect him. Yeah, he just can't just say he feels like the show is going long. We should do a part two. But no, we're not going to do that because you're watching. So here we go. <laughs> new beginning in USA. Uh, we got to talk. Uh, yeah, I know a I'm touch, right. A touch of news on new beginning in USA. They, because of the federal government shutdown, uh, basically in no. Japan. Yes. In, or you know. Well, the federal government shut down here in the United States. Yes. Affecting, affecting New Japan. Yeah. Uh, New beginning in USA shows. All the Japanese talent are not going to be on those shows, so they had to redo all the lineups. Uh, the second, the first show on in Los Angeles on the thirtieth is going to be main evented by Finn Juice versus Best Friends. On the first is going to be main evented by IWGP United States Champion Juice Robinson going up against Trent. So they had to redo all the lineups. All the Japanese talent is off of that. So the federal government, thank you, Mr. Trump, for ruining that for us. We have to move on. So finally, we're going to go into the Royal Rumble to end off True Hill Heat. Uh, the Royal Rumble this Sunday. We're going to start off from the top, going all the way to the Royal Rumble matches. So for the Universal Championship, it's going to be Brock Lesnar going one-on-one with the, not the demon, the man, Finn Balor. Who you got, guys, and why? Uh, Do I have to pick? Yeah. Do I have to pick? Really? Go ahead, pick. It's over. So as soon as, as soon as Finn Balor made that post, it was over. Brock Lesnar's retaining. How 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 much longer does Brock have on his contract? Uh, Brock keeps signing these like a couple of more well, days, a couple of like more months. Little, yeah, months, but he's signed through WrestleMania 35 right now. All right, so he'll keep the belt, but this match won't go clean. That's all I got to say. About I think it's going clean. No, I think Brock is beating Finn clean. No, I think Braun Strowman will make his presence felt. No, whatever. I, I can see that I can see that happening, and a lot of people online have been speculating about that. But I feel like Brock Lesnar is going to win this one. He's going to move on to WrestleMania again. So the WWE Championship is going to be on the line. We got AJ Styles getting one more opportunity about against our planet's champion, the WWE Champion, the Planet's Champion, the new Daniel Bryan. I am so sorry, Daniel. 
that I am drinking through this plastic cup and this plastic straw. I am promising not to be fickle. I am, I am impotent and I will change it. I, I promise. Um, so, Daniel Bryan's your pick, I'm assuming? Absolutely. Okay. I apologize, Daniel. I, I, I will fix this. Fickle! I will fix this. Fickle! I, will fix this. I at, least, at least know I acknowledged it. All right. Um, so, this is going to be a fantastic match, in my opinion. Best men's a- rivalry in WWE yes. right now. Yes. Yeah. Um, I feel like we're going to get the Kenny Omega deal out of this. What I mean by that is they're going to give AJ the strap so that AJ can stay. That is my opinion. That it was going to happen. SP3. I'm going to go with the new Danny O'Brien as well. I feel like our planet's champion needs... He needs to hold on to that to change the world. He's going to keep changing the world every step. Yes, he needs it. He needs it. He needs it as a vehicle to spread his message. Yes. Our new Danny O'Brien, he's going to retain that championship. So up next, we got, we're going to talk about uh, two two matches that's going to actually be on the kickoff show. A fatal four-way for the Cruiserweight Championship is going to be Buddy Murphy defending against Akira Tozawa, as well as Kalisto and Hideo Itami. Who you got in this one, J-News? Um, I've actually been watching a lot of 205 Live, and I'll have to say this. Buddy Murphy, if he's not in, like, the, uh, what, in sports they have, uh, like, the sixth man of the year or, like, the most improved, that son bitch has done some great work. I said that in 2018. In my eyes, he was most improved player. Uh, Buddy Murphy wins out at this point, and that's just my pick. What you got? Uh, best kept secret. This is not even a question. <laughs> I'm going to go with Hideo Atami. I feel like Hideo Atami has really nothing else to do in 205 Live, and he needs to win this championship. Oh, and bad. he's been actually getting a little <laughs> bit of a push lately, so I feel like Hideo's going to win this one. Is this contract up soon? I just really found some medicine. <laughs> Another reason, I'm just saying. I just found some medicine Another on the table. reason to do it. Another reason to do it, WWE. Make me right. So, also, you got on the kickoff show, United States Championship on the line. It's going to be Rusev going one-on-one with Shinsuke Nakamura. Who you got? The worst feud I have ever watched lately on WWE TV. I find no use for Shinsuke Nakamura on the WWE. He's better off in New Japan or at AEW. Somewhere else, Shinsuke does not win this match. Rusev wins this match. That's it. Well, you got. Um, I just don't find any reason that Shinsuke Nakamura is in the WWE. I, I just, I'm, I'm. It's over. Like it's over. Like his time is done. Like he, he just needs to. He, he's one of those guys that just needs to honestly just take that stardom from WWE and just go back to New Japan. Like I don't even think he would fit that well in AEW. Just go back to New Japan. Just go back to New Japan. Because that's where they would utilize you the best. Because you would still have that partnership with ROH. Just just stop the WWE run. Like, he is god-awful in the WWE. He's awful. I, I, I agree. And they're not going to put the title back on him. So I feel like Rusev's going to win this one very easily. And it's been one of the worst storylines. Lana took a bump and she's been out of action for weeks. Yet she's going to be in the world. Yo, Shinsuke Makes Nakamura no was no in the production truck. Makes no sense. What the fuck? SmackDown Tag Team Titles is on Shinsuke the line. Done. We got the bar defending against the best 
tag team in the world, The Miz and Shane McMahon. One third best in the world and two thirds best in the world versus The Bar. Who you got in this one? JJ. WWE is killing The Miz slowly. They're killing The Miz slowly right now. They're, 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 I don't, it's like they, they are, they're hitting some things and then it's like, what, like, Miz, yo, The Miz should never in his WWE time be a babyface. Right now, he is one of the worst babyfaces I have ever seen be a babyface. He is such an ass kisser, it is disgusting to watch. I hate this version of The Miz. And for that, he definitely ain't winning. I'm picking the bar. What you got? Uh, I'm going with the bar. And I'm going to be the one that's a correct. And I am going with Team Bestie, the best tag team in the world. The Miz and Shane McMahon will be your new SmackDown and tag team champions. the reason why I picked the bar is because Shane is going to screw the Miz. I mean, the Miz is going to screw Shane, which is going to lead to Miz's WrestleMania match. And next up, we got our two women's matches that are very anticipated. We got for the Raw Women's Championship, our Lord and Savior, UFC Hall of Famer, and our reigning, defending, undisputed Raw Women's Champion, Ronda Rousey. She's going to be defending against Sasha Banks. Who you got, JJ? This probably is going to be the match of the night for the Royal Rumble. I think this is... This shit is going to be good. I think this one, way different opinion than I felt with the NXT Women's Championship match. I think this match is going to be better than Asuka and, and, and Becky. This match is going to be badass. Because I think both women are going to really deliver. But I believe that Ronda is still going to come out on top. Because she needs a trophy to bring to WrestleMania 35 if she's going to be part of the main event. What you got? Um, you, you are you gonna go with the spirit of Sasha Banks? <laughs> the spirit, as you agree. The spirit. Yeah. So I, I I stated about a couple of days ago that I felt that Sasha Banks has a lot of spirit in her promos lately, especially even even in her social media posts. She has a lot of spirit, right? And I was told that she doesn't have spirit; that she's just more of a whiner and a complainer. Um, at this point, it's a difference of opinion. Um, do I believe that Sasha Banks is going to win this match? No. No, no, no. I'm not a misled wrestling fan. I understand Ronda Rousey's going to win this match, and she's going to keep her belt, and she's going to go to WrestleMania 35. But I also agree with JJ on this, which is something that doesn't happen often. Um, you agree with me like four times on this show already. Did we? Yeah. Shit, that's weird. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> because when you come on live TV, you hear facts. See, I told you. Anyways, <laughs> oh, SP's used to it. He's seen this for twenty-five episodes already. But don't remind point, me. Point being made, I think it's going to be the best match of the night. Uh, I think Sasha Banks is going to pull out a lot of different stops in this particular match. Let's hope that Ronda can handle the stops, and we can go from there. Actually, like you, I think you should be on the next episode. Our Lord and Savior will get the victory. You're, you're like my advocate on the low. It's <laughs> interesting. And next up for the SmackDown Women's Championship, it's going to be Asuka defending against the man, Becky Lynch. Who you got in this one, J-News? Uh, I, got, I got the Baxter winning this match. 
I think she said the Baxter. The Baxter. The Baxter. I got her winning this match. said the I have her winning just because I feel that the WrestleMania main event for the women should be bigger than uh, what we might think it can be. If Becky goes in as, as, as SmackDown champion, Ronda goes in as, as well women's champion, there can only be one, right? That's like a big deal. It doesn't have to be a clean finish. It's I not going to be those two you, by themselves. Oh, come on, man. It's not going to be those two by themselves. You, but I like, I like your thinking. I like your thinking. Who you got? Well, for that match, I am definitely going to go with Oscar retaining because SmackDown is going to need another match to represent the women. And they're going to need to build somebody else, whether it's one of the call-ups, whether it's Naomi, whether it's if they have any faith in any of those other girls. But I believe because Becky will be used in the angle with Ronda for, for Mania. They need another representation, so I believe Oscar's in her team. The, the championship that will be on the line will be the Raw Women's Championship going into WrestleMania. So, I was going to go with Oscar before, but I like his thinking. I like his thinking a lot. The man Becky Lynch will defeat Oscar and become the new SmackDown Women's Champion. But just, and you're going to know why when we make these next following But breaks. just know that I picked Oscar to retain. You did. Just so make sure he doesn't fuck up my opinions and my predictions again. He agreed with me, but he went the other way. Just, just making that clear. Because he's a fucking asshole. He never, he never remembers his predictions unless he was wrong. And then he made the right pick out of nowhere, right? Out of nowhere. Anyway, next one. We got the he first being of wrong. two Royal really Rumbles. The men's Royal Rumble match. 30 men will enter. What do you guys think? Who you guys think is going to be like... Name, like, two surprise picks for the Royal Rumble. Who you think is going to be, like, surprise entrance for the Royal Rumble. And then make your main pick and your dark horse pick. So, you, you can start off with that one, News. Um, uh, surprise entrance for the Royal Rumble. Uh, this year, just because of all the freaking different signings that we've mentioned um, that have happened with the other companies, I feel like we're just going to see some old school guys jump in there. For the most part, uh, nobody's going to create any sort of controversy or big pop um, unless they get the rock so to show who? up. Um, unless they unless they get CM Punk out of retirement, I don't I don't you know it. <laughs> I, I don't know. But to pick a winner See, for the come, look, come I, on, it, it man! Was, it, 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 at the end of the day, I just, I just picked you to be my advocate, and you won't mention CM Punk. It would get a pop, is what I'm saying. I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm just saying it's going to get a pop. It's obviously not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Clearly. But, like, like, I mean, but this, at the end this, of the day, yo, even the marks on Facebook don't even say dumb shit like that. Yes, they do. Yeah, they do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they yo, let me know when you're done. Anyways, to pick a winner for the Royal Rumble match, um, at this point, whoever the winner is is going to face Brock Lesnar, right? Is, can, can, you would think so. You would think so, right? Um, so, I guess, Ron Strowman, I guess... Who you got, JJ? So I'm going to tell you what I want. I'm going to tell you what I want out of this Royal Rumble. This is all I want out of the Royal Rumble. Cameraman, help me out with that. That is all I want for the Royal Rumble are my guardian angels to return. I want Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn to be entrance into the Royal Rumble so I could mark the fuck out. 
That's all I want. Who I think is going to win the Royal Rumble, it, like, when I mean, like, it has to be Seth Rollins. It has to be Seth Rollins. Explain the has to be part. Because Seth Rollins has been on the journey of journeys to get the Universal's title. He's been through hell and back. He's been through every rivalry. He's been getting his ass kicked. He's been stealing the show on Monday nights for the past few months. He's been their horse. He has been their horse. Braun Strowman is fucking garbage. I have concurred and I've completely sided with SP on this one. Braun Strowman was handed a ticket to cut a promo face-to-face with Brock Lesnar and it was ass. It was ass. It was the worst thing. He called Brock Lesnar Beastie Boy. What the? F- you are 385 pounds and come to the ring, Beastie Boy. Like, oh my God. I, I wanted to vomit in my fucking mouth when I was listening to that. You had the stage. You had the mic. You was in the ring. And all you're going to sit there is call him Beastie Boy and call him out to the ring. Call him out about not showing up. Call him out. Call him out about not being a part. About being a fucking part timer. Call his manager out. Say something about his wife. Say something about his family. Say something to get under his skin. Say something about how he can't beat Frank Hunt without failing a drug test. Say something. Something. Beastie boy. But this is the complaint the majority of marks and fans have about WWE product. No, that was Braun Strowman. Uh, was it Braun Strowman? Yes, yes. Because you know why? Because Roman Reigns' promo was written for him. And guess what happened? He delivered on that shit, calling him a part-timing-ass, non-showing-up, city-is-right-money-is-right individual. Roman Reigns delivered that shit. What did Braun Strowman do in that ring? All I'm saying is not all writers are great. That's all. They're the same writers, bro. All I'm going to say is the Men's Royal Rumble. I see Velveteen Dream being a surprise entrant. I see Aleister Black being a surprise entrant. There's been recent news from WrestleVote about a big surprise entrant that WWE is trying to keep on wraps to nearly everyone. And I think that one will either be The Rock or Batista. Right. I heard about the whole Batista thing. Yes. And who do I think is going to win the Royal Rumble? I think Seth Rollins needs to win the Royal Rumble. So you're in... I'm in agreement for once when... You know, he says when so, I speak facts, so, they so many off-the-wall statements, but for once, he's right. I will agree with him. Seth Rollins to win the Men's Royal Rumble. Uh, before we get into our last match for the Royal Rumble, let's hear from the True Hills in the Spotlight Nation. Uh, Jason Michael Campbell says it won't be Seth. You can forget it. If you notice, WWE has lost faith in him. Wow. Uh, I mean, I can't even. He's the featured guy on every episode yeah. of Raw. Oh, yeah. How is he for. You told what? me. All right. Wait, hold up. Which one of you made the fucking comment that I don't watch Raw? That guy doesn't watch fucking Raw. No. Okay, <laughs> see, this, this guy's an idiot. Uh, this guy's an idiot, clearly. So clearly, this guy knows. Like, he, for, for now, he doesn't know for almost near, near a decade. My job is to fuck with him. No, no, and no, the no, fact no, that no, he no, still no, no, no. doesn't understand hold that. On. Hold on, hold on. I've known this. How dare you? How dare you say I don't I, want I, the product? I, I, how dare I, you say I don't want the product? I, well, the arguments this. that you have with SP, the shit looks like you don't watch the product. We differ in opinion. We watch the same Their product. Their opinions are dumb. No, they're different. 
If they were dumb, I'd subsequently say some shit that most people wouldn't fucking understand. The Spotlight Nation, the True Heel Nation, would have been said and called me out on it. Hey, nobody called me out on shit yet. Because what? they called him out all they the time. They called you out all the fucking time. Be- I watch your show, and then I watch the wrestling shows. So at the end of the day, right now, this whole thing, my point was just going to be... My man is here as a backbone, my, son. My You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> my point was going to be that the guy who made the fucking comment doesn't even... You're welcome. That's it. That was my point. Anyone else with comments from the Spotlight Nation and the True Hills? You're welcome. Um, Jamie Tanock is on the Page is the Big Secret Entrant Bandwagon. Page. Hmm. Okay. Secret. Page? Okay. Page. Yes. Yes. That's Dude, it. Page. Apparently, has been medically retired. Apparently, a lot of people have been rumoring that she's been. But you know what? She can make a pop up. Yeah, she can make she's a pop up So we never know. We might see it. Jamie, thank for that scoop right there. So finally, we got the women's Raw Rumble, which I would say is the more interesting of the two Raw Rumble matches. 30 women will enter, only one will win. We know for sure that Carmella will be number 30 in the Women's Royal Rumble. Uh, we didn't say before, but our truth will be th- number 30 in the Men's Royal Rumble. But who we got in this one? This is one that a lot of people have been saying. Some people that are not advertised for this match are going to win this match. But who you got? Who you think is going to win? JJ, we'll start with you. Uh, this is probably the most obvious. I think Charlotte is going to win and she's going to challenge for the Royal Women's Championship which is going to be Ronda Rousey. Somehow, somehow, Becky is going to get her way into that match, which is going to make it a triple threat. Charlotte earns her way into that match by winning the Royal Rumble. That's, that's, that, I mean, I think this is as clear and concise as it's possibly going to get for me. Who you got? So you're saying Charlotte wins and she goes for the Raw Women's title. Yeah. And Becky finds her way into that match? Does that lead for SmackDown? Asuka defends her championship against another woman. Interesting. Uh, I said, did you not hear my predictions I, in the I, I, Did I you said, not hear my... I, this I, led I, into what I was going to say before, you jackass. This is exactly what I said. You know what? People might not agree with my shit, but at least people know that I'm fucking consistent. Let's hope you remember this. Fuck, I, I make my predictions, you bitch. <laughs> Let's hope you remember Oh, my God. <laughs> Into the future. Anyways, so the uh, surprise entrant, uh, women-wise. Yo, right? fuck about surprise. Rhea uh, Ripley is going to be my best surprise entrance. I know that. That's interesting. I thought it was going to be Tony Storm, by the way. I think, I think, I think you're right with Tony. I think Tony's going to be a surprise entrant. Um, uh, and the winner of this match is a toss-up for me at this point. I, I can't really fucking call it, to be honest. We gotta pick one. Pick you're a winner. You. That's you're why live. you're on the show. We're pick alive. a fucking winner. I don't agree with you, but I don't know who's gonna win. I was like Naomi. I guess. I don't. I, I don't agree with you, but I don't know who's gonna win. It's just it's it's a random pick, just because I feel like the you're disgusting. I feel like the women's Royal Rumble match can can be you're used disgusting as the as the men's Royal Rumble match was used yo, back in the day. Yo, yo, actually make a. New I thought. swear to God. Okay. He's the, just like these fucking fans. Just disagree with what you say, but no factual evidence to go with it, or not even an opinion behind it. I, <laughs> oh no, you're fucking crazy, bro. I don't I know. You said the women's Royal Rumble match can be used to actually rise. Man, or you sound like everybody else. At I, least I, I stick to my guns and I pick shit. Yo, producer man, you got a, you got something to say? Jason Michael Campbell thinks Ember Moon will win. 
That's not a bad pick, go. actually. That's there not a bad go. pick. This, 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 That's this, not a bad pick. This elevating pick. That's not a bad pick. But I, I mean, I think the one I, I, what, that she might be the one to challenge Oscar. So, this is why I said before, <laughs> Becky Lynch defeats Oscar for the SmackDown Women's Championship, and Charlotte Flair wins the Royal Rumble and challenges for both the SmackDown and Raw Women's Championship. In a triple threat match at WrestleMania 35. Ronda as the Raw Women's Champion. Uh, you got Becky as the SmackDown Women's Champion. Wow. And Charlotte as your wow. Raw Rumble winner. The hypocrisy is unbelievable. When I'm the same one on the heat of opinion. When I pick multiple titles to be on the line. And y'all looked at it as blasphemy. And now you want to pick the two biggest women's championships. The two biggest titles. And then unify them in one match? You guys are fucking flaming wrestling hypocrites. I hate y'all with the fucking life of me. I hate y'all with the lifeblood in me. You guys are so fucking... Yo, yo, the blasphemy that comes out of your mouth. Oh, my God. You guys are fucking horrible. I don't care if that woman yells for me from across the fucking hall. You guys are such assholes. Like, you... yo, I, 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 I cannot... I know. The frustration comes. No, the frustration comes. I picked a fantasy match, which I know that wasn't going to happen at Double or Nothing. I know this is not going to happen at Double or Nothing. But he picked on WrestleMania 35 in New Jersey for the women's championships to be unified. Oh, my God. How dumb is this? I'm done. I'm fucking done. I should just walk off the set. I should just walk off this set. I'm fucking done. The Raw and Women, the Raw and SmackDown Women's Championship is about to be unified. Let's listen to a little reason here, right? Sid said that the Raw Women's title will be put up on the line and the SmackDown Women's title will be put on the line. Hold on. Which means the winner wins both belts. There was no talk about unification. Whoever gets pinned, that championship goes to the winner. That's it. What the fuck does that mean? There's no unification. I didn't say winner One woman's holding both brands. No, no, you freaking no, no. idiot! Shut the that's fuck up! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! I didn't fuck up. I didn't fuck up. Because anybody, there's no unification. One woman is holding both brands. I understand that, but uh, is that Done. one woman Done. gonna Just, win? Is that one woman gonna pick win? Your, pick your winner. No. Pick your fucking winner. I already did. Fucking. Yo, you're, you're an that, idiot if you feel that fucking Charlotte Flair is not going to take no, one of those fucking No, he's belts. an idiot. He's an idiot for actually making this pick to begin with. Oh, God. Oh. Ugh, my head hurts. Let's hear I from, don't understand it. Let's hear from the True Heels in the Spotlight oh, Nation one last real. time. Steve Salvage says that True Heel Heat has been replaced by top guy JJ Ragefest. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, these guys know how to. Yo, I tell you, these motherfuckers know how to work my nerves. Yo, they just got on my ass about my heated opinion. About shut the fuck up. I'm not answering your call. I, yo, this, yo, these people, these people, and then and then you want to be my fake advocate, and then all of a sudden you call me your advocate, not me, because you've agreed with me for the whole show. Oh Jesus. So so before we go. 
Uh, we also new beginning is coming up the week after. That's gonna that's gonna feature. Just pick my exact. That's gonna feature Naito and Taishi for the Intercontinental Championship for the IWGP Intercontinental Title. It's also gonna feature <laughs> tag team match between Evil and Sonata defending the IWGP Heavyweight Tag Team Titles against Suzuki and Saber Junior. <laughs> And also the junior heavyweight tag team titles of uh, Shingo and Bushi. They're going to be defending against uh, Kananuare and El Desperado. And New Beginning in Osaka is going to have Hiroshi Tanahashi versus Jay White for the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. It's going to have a special challenge match between Okada and Bad Luck Fale. And finally, the IWGP Junior Heavyweight title will be on the line as Ishimori will defend against Taguchi. You calm now? You okay? Pick this fucking match news. Any final words to the True Hills and the Spotlight Nation before we close out True Hill Heat 24, fellas? Go ahead. Say something. All right. Um, True Hill Nation, Spotlight Nation, thanks for having me. Um, hopefully one day I'll be able to come back and do the same thing that uh, I did today. And that's completely irritate this man the same way he's been irritating me for the last 13 fucking years. Actually, so at the end of the day, what I came here to do, I accomplished. Actually, it wasn't you that actually irritated. It was this bastard over here. This bastard, this little fake mouth shover wants to sit here and, and, and shit on my... I called it, before I even called it, a fantasy prediction. I said, I said it was a fantasy prediction. He made this a real prediction for WrestleMania. So, I thank you guys I'm for watching. Unfucking believable. I know we had, we had a lot to talk about. We had a lot of top news. We had a lot of stuff we missed. So, we appreciate you all for watching. This was a longer episode than usual. So, we appreciate you all for, you know, viewing us, interacting us with us live. We appreciate your comments and your questions. We always want that during True Hill Heat because this is why we do it live. Because we want to interact and hear from you guys live during the, during the telecast. So if you are not already a member to our True Hills group page, please join that on Facebook. Of course, like and support our True Hill Heat uh, business page as well. Check out our YouTube channel, True Hill Heat. A lot of you guys are watching us live on our YouTube channel, but please press that subscribe button to stay notified. We got our YouTube exclusive that's going to be coming out during the week. Heated Opinions, as well as the True Hill Debate of the Day, as well as our newest segment. It's going to be coming up. It's called Live at the Show with SP3, where I'm doing fan interviews with all the folks that come out to these live events in New York City. So if you haven't already, get a t-shirt, prowrestlingtees.com forward slash True Hills. And if you are trying to listen to us on the go, you can now listen to us on iTunes, True Hill Heat on Apple Podcasts so you can listen to True Hill Heat while you're on the go during our audio. You don't have to listen, see us going crazy with our crazy rants. So for Top Guy JJ, for J News, this is SP3 signing off. <laughs>